0: The following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plato, Texas. This is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years, I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, it seems like lots of people I know are looking for jobs these days, in in all ages and in all hmm. types of jobs. And so people are uh, wondering, what would be? How do I get the the right job? And and as we say in relationships, you know, to, to have the right uh, mate, right spouse or whatever, you have to be the right person. So how, how does somebody then, uh, as they're looking for uh, work, how do you become the right kind of employee?
1: You know, I love uh, something that we rarely, I mean, rarely, rarely, rarely talk about uh, that, that we have. And it's what we call our keys. Our biblical uh, keys on employment, and we have such a, it's so practical well well, to answer your question um, i'm kind of excited that you asked about that hmm. um, there are certain qualities that in in fact, I have people come to me periodically and they 'll tell me they need a job, or i 'll have people come to me and say, I need a job, what do I um, what do you suggest? And, of course, it depends on what they have enjoyed doing in the past mm-hmm. or what their skills are. Uh, like, there are things I, I would not be able to do that I wish I could, like IT. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not a tech person. Uh, I, I say that there's high tech and low tech, and I'm no tech. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm, it's not exactly that, really. I love certain aspects of technology, but I'm not the expert. Um, I can't do what many most people do. Uh, anyway, so in terms of qualities, um, I would say that employees who want to be considered um, for a job or for something different, um, if, if they desire to gain confidence of the manager, the employer, developing certain characteristics are going to help hugely. First would be adaptability. In other words, being able to quickly uh, make a change. Um, In other words, we can think, oh, well, I I do it this way. Well, that's fine if you do it that way, but What does the employer need or want? Um, And uh, those who are adaptable, they literally uh, welcome change, and you have to be understanding your expectations may need to change. Um, The environment, the priorities, the procedures, uh, but you have to have an open-mindedness to do things differently, to do it the way the employer wants. Um, I think one key is be a self-starter, where you don't have to wait to be told what to do. In other words, you anticipate and see what needs to be done, and then you just do it. Um, I learned that years ago when... I would watch certain people that my mom uh, would employ. And I remember one time she was saying, so-and-so um, just waits to be told what to do when there are things that are evident hmm. that need to be done. And so I learned that f- actually from my mom. Uh, to, to you, you need to be observant uh, to look what, if something needs to be straightened, um, uh, repaired. um, People who are employers, they really appreciate the awareness of, instead of having to think of everything to tell another person, uh, I, I, I think that's a and people know that word self starter. Um, I think being a listener, listen carefully, be um, be attentive to what is said, and I repeat back. If I'm if I've got to do something, let's, let's say I'm helping somebody, or it's a new whatever. I listen to the instructions. And I repeat them back, and I said, "So what you're asking is to, for me to do blah blah blah, mm-hmm. or this needs to be done in this way." So, it it, the listener focuses on specifics, and uh, if need be, write it down. Uh, I have a new employee um, for. It's I I had someone who was an assistant for 30 years and she went to be with the Lord she had cancer and this person now uh, with me has been here four months and we were talking today just this evening well before she left and she said I finally learned what to do in regard to or she, she said it instead of like working for one person you are five people you have so <laughs> many different areas and I'm not used to that so I've had to learn to adapt to what the need is because there's so many people who contact you for different things and she is adaptable and I'm very very grateful um, Uh, Being organized is, you know, to know where things are located or how to organize what needs to be organized is wonderful, keeping a calendar of events.
2: What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, There really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Karen Council Library today at hopefortheheart.org CCL. That's hopefortheheart.org CCL.
3: No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle— It can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-917 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at one 800 seventeen. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life.
0: listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We are here just because of your generous support of this ministry. We thank you for that, and we uh, really appreciate that so much from you. If you'd like to uh, get in touch with our customer support team, They're at 800-488-HOPE, anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And what they would like to do is talk with you, see what kind of uh, situation, what kind of issues you might be having in your life, and uh, they'd help you to connect with some of our resources, either some free resources on our website, or they can order some resources for you, get them to you pretty quickly. And so I want to recommend one of those tonight called Employment. Jim was talking about that topic a moment ago, and that's called Getting the Right Job and Keeping It. That's employment. The keys for living there on that uh, topic customer support can help you get that. Now, if you'd like to speak with June about something that is going on in your life and you'd like some answers, you'd like to be able to have that a dialogue, just call us at 800 night seventeen. That's to get on the program here and to be a part of what goes on each night here on Hope in the Night. Just call us and leave a message and we will get back to you to talk to you about what questions you have and to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We would like to do that for you in the next few days. We do have some openings and our schedule we'd like to make you a part of it. So the number again 800 917 644 4817 Well, let's get to our caller for tonight and we have a listener in Indiana tonight. We welcome Ruth.
1: Well, hello Ruth. Welcome to Hope.
4: Hey, how are you guys tonight?
1: Well, Good, doing good. How can we help you?
4: Well, I have a well, I have a situation with my fa- my my family. And I'm just struggling with my mom right now. Mm. Um, and it's a really rough road right now. She's really getting really, um, she's 80 years old, and um I'm going to probably lose her in this month. And so it's going to be a very rough ride for me.
1: Are you saying that you anticipate that she will die. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, is um, is she married? Or no.
4: Okay. She was married, and so she is now a widow.
1: I see. Yes. And. You anticipate that her death could be imminent? Is that what you're saying?
4: Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes.
1: And that's because of a medical condition that she has?
4: Yes. Yes,
1: ma'am. Well. Wow. Yes. So when you said, I'm struggling with my mom, describe the kind of struggle that you're experiencing. Uh,
4: she's abusing me, hitting me, Um, she's being, she's not being really nice to me, and she hasn't said I love you or anything back to me at all, and she's been not really a nauseous, and she's not, she's a, a really abusive person to me, and I'm trying to, through, Hoping you can help me through it and just get me, you know, to
1: help me out. When you say she's even hitting you, so it's not just verbal abuse. No. It's, it's physical abuse. Yes. As yes. well as, yes. obviously, that probably going with that would be verbal and emotional abuse. Is yes. that correct? Yes, yes. Wow. And so how long has she been this way?
4: For her alone as long, her whole entire life. Oh, her, 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 her life, total life.
1: So this her is life. not recent. No. <clears throat> My goodness. No. Um, so when, t- tell me, when you think she, or whenever it is that she is deceased, yeah. then what will your situation be?
4: I'm not sure what my situation is going to be. I probably will be with my boyfriend um, when she's deceased, and I'll be with him. His name is Cooper, and um, I'll be with him, and I'll be married with, you know, to him. Ah. And yeah, so and and I'll be living with him when I move out, and be living with him.
1: Okay, and uh, just how long have you known your boyfriend?
4: Oh my gosh, we've been together for like six months. Right, right away, six months.
1: Okay. And so you've yeah. been talking, have you been talking about marriage?
4: Yes, we have. We've been talking about marriage, and we are getting, you know, talking about it and getting ourselves in the gear of um, getting married. Uh-huh.
1: And are you all, uh, the two of you, I'm going to use the word aligned um, uh, well let me ask you a very specific question that's fine, that's fine. For, for, first just for you um, would you help me know has there been a time in your life where you know you've humbled your heart and you received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior giving him control of your life or is that something yeah. you would want to do
4: I would like to do that um, I've always been re- very good about listening to the to the Lord and with um, Jesus too. And I've been reading the Bible, everything, and um, I've been really dedicated to everything. He's, um, you know, want me to do. Yes, I am dedicated.
1: Well, um, that's that's precious um, when we realize that all of us have sinned every one of us and yeah. uh, the bible the bible says that all we like sheep have gone astray and each of us has turned to our own way and so sin is a barrier keeping us from god and yeah. yet the whole point of jesus coming to earth um is Jesus is God who took on human form. There's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And so that's called the Trinity. And And when, when Jesus, who knows all, uh, he knows everything, uh, he knows we need a relationship with him. He knows we need to deal with our sin, again, that's a barrier, and that's why he came to earth and lived a perfect life. And then He, when he died on the cross for our sins, the point is for us to receive him. The Bible says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. Believe means to rely upon, to trust in. It's not just mentally knowing the story from the Bible, Um, but literally it's receiving Him. The Bible says as many as received Him, that means as Lord and Savior, um, to them He gave the right to become children of God. That's when we are adopted into His family. And He literally will change us uh, when we receive Him as our personal Lord and Savior. And so I'm hearing that you've been reading the Bible. About how long have you been reading the Bible?
4: Uh, Since I was, at least for as long as I was a child, I started Uh reading the Bible. And then when I was a grown-up, I started reading it all all my life, all my life. Okay,
1: okay. So... Are you thinking that and because I'm I care about your future. I care about yes. the present and I care about your future. And um is your boyfriend a true, authentic Christian for yes, real? He is. He, yeah, yeah,
4: he is. He's a oh. he's a Christian too, like I am. He is okay. a true
1: Christian. Okay. So what I'm hearing is, you do have a plan, believing that your mom will die very soon, and because of illness. Yes. And yet, what I'm hearing is that you have this boyfriend, and that you that you've talked about marriage, and was it going to be after, uh, intentionally after? Your mom died. Then you were going to marry. Was that part of yeah. how the discussion yeah. went? Okay. Yes. Yes.
4: Yes.
1: Well, um, I, I, I'm I'm, I'm concerned about uh, two things. Um, yeah. Number one, that the fact that your mom has it sounds, Are you telling me like for years she has been abusing you? And yes, and hitting you, yeah. things of that nature. Mm. Yes, yes. And so, it, have, I, have you been in her, in her home? Is it, have you been living in her home?
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I just like I need to get. I just need to get out of that house, and I'm now physically. I'm living by myself right now, on my own and i'm living in riverview apartments
1: by myself. Oh, okay. All right. So you're not exact. you're not really living at her, her home Mm-mm. right now. No. No, okay.
4: no, no. No. Okay. No ma'am.
1: Well, so um well let, let's do this. Um yes, ma'am. we're we're going to talk about several other things but um May may we pray about your future and yeah. is that okay with you?
4: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's fine.
1: Good. Okay. Um, just pray after me. God, thank you that you know everything.
4: God's everything.
1: I I want to yield. I want to yield my will to your will.
4: I'm willing to do your will.
1: Okay. And, Lord, would you guide me in the way I need to go?
4: Lord, guide me as you go. And
1: may I be sensitive about timing of marriage.
4: And my timing of marriage...
1: Enable me to be what you created me to be.
4: Created for me to be.
1: I yield my whole life to you, Lord Jesus.
4: My, my Lord, my, my life to you, Lord.
1: To be my personal Lord and Savior.
4: My Lord, throne, Lord. My
1: Savior. Yes. I give you all of me.
4: I give you all of me.
1: Make me the person you want me to be.
4: Make me the perfect person you want me to
5: be. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org.
2: We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected, and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer.
0: Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and uh, this is Hope in the Night. We will get back to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team is uh, available anytime, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. That's the uh, number 800 488 Hope, and they'd be happy to help you to um, understand what uh, of our resources would be best applied to your situation. Just talk to them and let them know. Uh, what's going on maybe in your life, and they'd like to have that conversation with you and then recommend some of our resources that will help you or maybe even help someone else as you uh, maybe talk to them about what is going on uh, with a friend of yours, somebody you care about, and you can pass along some of our information, some of our resources to them as well. Customer support will help you get that. Now, we have uh, talked uh, on a couple of topics tonight, and uh, one of those that I'll mention as w- in terms of one of our keys for living is verbal and Emotional abuse, victory over the power of abuse. And that's available if you uh, call customer support at 800 488 HOPE. That's 800 488 4673. If you'd rather send email, if that's more convenient for you, just do this at customer support at org. Send it again to customer support at and ask your questions of our customer support team there. Let's return to our conversation now with Ruth.
1: Well, Ruth, I'm going to go back to <clears throat> your initial words, uh, and they were basically, I've been struggling with my mom, who's a JD, and she's abusing me and hitting me. What? What? And, and you said this is not new. This has been going on for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Is that yes. okay? what Why yeah. why, is she, why does she hit you?
4: Because. She thinks I'm obese and fat, and she always grabs onto me, and I'm putting her hands on me, and it's not right what she does, and she grabs onto me, and it was not right what she does. And I don't like it when she abuses me
1: like that. So are you unable... To figure out how to keep her from hitting you? You just don't know how... Mm
4: -hmm. I don't know how to keep myself from not... For her to abuse me like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's it's really hard for me to just keep from not hitting her back. And it's really hard for me Mm -hmm. not to defend myself.
1: Are you able to... Keep a distance enough. Um, and I'm thinking sometimes um, when people are are violent or they can get that way, um, yeah. I, I, and and this is not apples to apples, but I remember I had a friend who we had a good relationship, and when she got Alzheimer's. Um, at times she would, if she didn't like something, she would start hitting me. And so I had to figure out how to keep a distance enough so that if she got agitated, I, and I did not take it personally because I knew it was Alzheimer's, but, um, because she had not been that way for years. It, that, it, it just was the onset of Alzheimer's, but, um, is Is there a reason why you can't uh, be away from her enough to keep her from hitting you, or is there a certain situation that you all are in periodic uh, often enough? No,
4: no. I'm keep. I'm trying to keep my distance away from her Uh as much as I can. I'm trying to keep my distance away from her as much as she, you know. Tr- not to trigger at me, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep my distance away as much as I can. Okay, and, good. And my, I'm keeping my distance. I haven't talked, I haven't called my mom a lot since my, she's so abusive, and so that's why I'm not even contacting her or calling her on okay. that much. Okay.
1: Okay, but you said that you're living in an apartment right now. Yeah, I'm living.
4: Oh, I'm living. I'm, li- I'm living on my own right now.
1: Okay, and um, are you? What is your age, approximately? I'm
4: forty-four.
1: Okay. I'm forty-four. Okay, and are you employed somewhere?
4: Um. Yes, I am. I'm as I'm working at Good um, Good Samaritan Hospital.
1: Oh. Good. What do you do there?
4: Um, I'm a I'm a doctor and I'm a I'm a surgeon and I'm I help with um people that needs help like um they if they were in a bad car accident they mm-hmm. come to me and I get to help them um get them if I can open them and get them you know they they have a bad heart I just open it and then sew them sew the, them back up and I and I get to do that um to keep them alive as much as I can um so we just keep them we have lots of people coming in to You know, into um, Good Samaritan, it's after one another, mm -hmm. after another. Uh And we just, it's right, boom, right after one another. So it just keeps me busy, keeps me busy. Yes. It's just like, I've been really grateful that I have a job. and I'm working at a Good Samaritan.
1: Well, there's nothing like helping people. Yeah. Uh, There's a joy of being able to invest your life helping others, and the the Lord knows how to lead us to the places where we can serve. In fact, um, I remember my mom, uh, she volunteered um, to be at a hospital hospital. And she was so surprised when she came back the first time. She said, I can't believe where they're putting me at the hospital. And I said, where? And she said, with the people who have just lost someone who died. I said, oh, Mom, I can see why that would be you. She said she was very touched because Mother was very empathetic. And um, but at at hospitals, there are people, oh, all kinds of people, with all kinds of maladies and burdens and heartaches, and yeah. it's a wonderful place to be able to serve.
4: Yes.
1: Yeah. So and, and, go ahead. I'm
4: sorry.
1: No, I was I was going to ask how how often are you doing this work?
4: I've been working like. Every day, every, actually Monday, say Monday, I say Monday, t- Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, but on the weekends, I'm go- being in there like Saturday and Sunday. I'm doing the f- full week of mm-hmm. my weekend. And I don't get, uh, at least I'm there from 11, 11, 13, 11 o'clock to midnight. Mm-hmm. I'm there all the time. And it was just we just like we keep people if people needs extra body like me like the doctor I'm there the whole time the whole mm. time mm. it's it's been very like midnight it's really yes. um I've been working through the weekends and that's it's been very but I was blessed.
1: Well, it sounds like you are a blessing to others. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah, um, I am. And that's very fulfilling. So yeah. when you called and you started with struggling with your mom and described abusing yeah. you and hitting you, yeah. now it sounds like you're not really in that situation because you are um, living apart. Um, yes. Yeah. Is there something that, what would you wish to get from our conversation? Is there something in particular that you are fi- wanting to figure out what to do?
4: I just want to figure out how can you to be my support and be, for me, as my um, guidance and helpful. Okay. I just need, I just need, you to support me. That's all I
1: need from you. You know, um, it's very interesting what you have described. Um, we we happen to have about a hundred different topics. That at times I will send one thing, one something to after after I've had a conversation with someone. And um, the number one that topic that is requested the most. For many books, M-I-N-I, meaning not, not, they're smaller books, the number one topic is always verbal and emotional abuse that people want from our ministry. And they, the publisher was totally shocked at that. They said, we couldn't believe what was number one, that people would order and I had no idea what it was until they told me verbal and emotional abuse. And we do describe literally specifics of what to do and how to confront this. Now, um, if what 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 is vital to understand about people who are abusive. Um, if you let them continue to abuse you, they're, it's not for their best. It doesn't yeah. help them, and there's something wrong. I'm just going to go on and say this: there's something wrong when there are, there's someone who just hits, and you. She's been hitting you for. Do I say years? Has she been hitting you yeah. for years? Wow! Yeah, and, that, and then she.
4: Yeah,
1: well, that she's see been, that that's not right. normal.
4: Yeah, it's really not normal either. Yeah, so just, and then she punches me in the stomach too. Oh. And and that's not good at all.
1: No, that's the opposite of what. Uh, it's it's not normal even for mothers. In other words, oh. mothers typically have um, a type of care for their children, even adult children. Um, uh, sometimes you'll hear about a mama bear with her little cubs. You know, she'll yeah. do everything to... To fend off anyone, anything that would be dangerous to her little cubs. Well, I yeah. mean that's kind of how moms are typically very protective. They are not um, typically abusive. So there, that means that there was something very unusual, perhaps even in her childhood in in her growing up years because to have an an abusive mother um, even though i know you said she's 80 years old and yet um, and that she will be dying soon it's just i'm saying it's not normal
0: If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free.
6: Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life. June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817.
0: Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions about our topics on the program tonight, really any number of topics, uh, anything you might be dealing with in your life, there is sure to be one of our keys for living that would help you and that would relate to whatever you're dealing with in your life. Just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you access the right resources. Just talk with them, and they'll be able to recommend some things for you. We want to suggest some of our resources that we've uh, talked about Various topics tonight Verbal and emotional abuse being one Victory over the power of abuse Also the topic of employment We've mentioned earlier tonight And the the keys for living there Called getting the right job and keeping it And those and so many other of our keys for living As well as other books uh, Bible studies It's all available there at Hopefortheheart.org Or again if you'd like to call customer support There at 800-488-HOPE And I uh, hope you'll get in touch with us Let's return now, June, to our conversation with Ruth.
1: Well, uh, my friend, is there something that you have tried to do with your mother? Because I know you're—you initially called about that, uh, and yeah. I understand that she's abusive and she hits you, and um, and yet I know you're right now living apart in, yes. in an apartment. But, um, for example, in our material on verbal and emotional abuse, uh, we, we have words that people could use, um, you know, like as soon as uh, an abuser uh, is being uh, unkind, um, we, we have language like this, you know, I care about you. But yes. I don't like what you're doing. What can I do to help you stop whatever it is? In this case, it would be hitting me. Um, you know, if you're angry with me, please talk with me and help me understand why. But please stop your present behavior where you're addressing it. Um, and then, so now, ha- have you, have you, do you use those words, or have you used those words with her? I,
4: yes, I tried to ask her. I asked my mom if she could tell me why you're angry and why why you're abusing me, and she doesn't even talk to me about it at all, and she and she just walks away from me. Huh. Okay. She just walks away, and I tried. Several times, going back and talking to her about it, mm-hmm. I asked her, why you're hitting me, why you're abusing me, and I just said, I just tried to talk to her, and she just keeps walking away from me. Okay. That's not, not, not good at all.
1: Well, I know that we don't have the ability to, quote-unquote, change people. In other words, if... If I were to have a magic bopper and I could bop somebody on the head and all of a sudden they would change, well, that would be nice, wouldn't it, to to change yes. to be yeah. how they should be. But I can tell yeah. you, I do not own that. Now, if you owned it, um, you could sell it for maybe a million dollars because everybody would want <laughs> the magic yeah. bopper, But but it doesn't exist. So right. what we are given is... I'm going to talk to you about, um, it's it's called the love chapter in the Bible, which is 1 Corinthians 13, where we read love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It doesn't uh, dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. No, love never fails. That's really only five verses in the Bible. Um, it's First Corinthians 13, beginning in verse 4 uh, through 8. Uh, so, that would be maybe maybe four four verses and yeah. so it can help to look at okay love is patient knowing that your mother is and you've tried to talk with her but she does not she doesn't respond to correction correct right okay yeah. so um I think this can be a protection that you would have. Um, you know already to try to keep a distance. That's kind of like a boundary. Um, but it I, it sounds like there will be an imminent time that before, when she will die re- very soon. And I think your job at this point as a daughter, will be to say, all right, I, I want to do the action of love. I will be patient. I will be kind. Um, you know, I had a very difficult father, and um, I I learned. I I could not do anything about how he treated us But especially it was my mother that I was most hurt over. But I, after becoming a Christian, I realized I must not be reactionary and controlled negatively by his negativity. And instead, I learned that, um, and he was not—he was not a Christian. And initially, well, for most of his life. And I remembered thinking, because at one time I was very upset with how he treated my mom. And and I went up to her and said, how can you be so kind to him when he treats you this way? And she said, oh, honey, he doesn't know the Lord. If he only knew the Lord, he wouldn't be that way. And that changed my mindset. I thought, "Oh," and he didn't to me. He said Christianity's a crutch and all these things. And he had a lifestyle that was uh, uh, very dishonoring uh, to the marriage. And what I can say is, I I began to realize I needed to be representing just by virtue of how my mom described it. Um, I, I began to pray for him to have a changed life. Yeah. And I I would decide every time I would think of him, I prayed that he would have the changed life that he really needs. It sounds like your mom needs a changed life too, doesn't she?
4: Yeah, yes, yes, she does. Yes: she
1: does. Mm. Well, yeah. I think that that protected my heart because we're told to pray for those who persecute us. It says, pray, pray for those who persecute you." And I, I remember until my mom said those words to me, you know, honey, he doesn't know the Lord. If he knew the, if he had a relationship with Christ, he wouldn't be that way. And so I started praying that he would have a changed life. So I think based on what you've told me, um, I'm just going to invite you to do what I did, and that is pray for those who persecute you. If she literally is abusing you and hitting you, even though you've now distanced yourself, you, you can do this. You can just pray, Lord, I pray that my mom would... Realize her need to yield her life to you, Lord Jesus. I pray that she will have a changed life and be willing to change, to be—and it's it's not just being a better mother. Um, It sounds like there are some real problems that— Gone on in her life for years. So, um, but that will, that, what that does, sweetheart, that protects your heart from being bitter to just keep praying for those who persecute you. Uh, I I learned that it really is more helpful for us when we are the ones who pray for that person. And so, I would just keep praying for that—that that she could understand her need to have a changed life.
4: Exactly. And
1: I even prayed that God would bring into my dad's life people who were authentic Christians, and He did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for they could be a, a, a strong influence in his life. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that?
4: That sounds really good. That really sounds really good.
1: I think every Absolutely. time you... If, do Why don't we do it this way? Every time you think of her, immediately turn that into a prayer. And I will. And that way I, it's protecting you from yeah. being bitter. Um, yeah. And it is true. It is wrong. <clears throat> in fact, the Bible is very clear. There's not one time that that word violence, because she's being violent toward you. Not one time is it right to be violent in the based on the Bible, because um, <clears throat> I looked up every verse uh, and it's like bring to an end your violence and make yeah. the righteous secure. Um, um, so, she's not being what will bring her joy. It's not it, but uh, I, I imagine. By the way, do you know what her her upbringing was like as a child?
4: Honest, the truth. I don't. I don't. I do. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't, it, it, it's just been really okay. hard.
1: Yeah, So she learned it somewhere. So I think for you to do that, sweetie, um, I can tell you want to be the best daughter you can be right now. And so if if we need to talk again, we'll do this. Meanwhile, I'm going to send you our material on verbal and emotional abuse. Because I think that that's going to... There'll be certain things you'll read in there that will be very helpful. And I imagine that if you read what we have on verbal and emotional abuse, there will be other people that you might need to share it with, others who also have a similar situation. And so this will help you, and it'll also help you help others. Yes.
4: Thank you so much.
1: Well, I'm going to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity that as a daughter, Ruth has the ability to pray for her mom to have a changed life. And I just pray you'll give her the strength and wisdom to know each step what to do. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: We'll send our keys for living on verbal and emotional abuse called victory over the power of abuse. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash give hope. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our, our materials are, and uh, past programs are available at HopeForTheHeart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.